Rightio, everyone. We are here with our first interview, our second episode on the EJ Spark Conversations podcast. Um, I've been super, super keen, but super nervous for this episode as it's the first interview I sort of do with anyone. Um, but in order to sort of get things started, I thought I'd um, invite on and interview the um, the very person that actually inspired and helped me get this podcast up and going. Um, and boy, did we have an awesome chat. Um, we discussed all things about life, all things about young people. Um, we sort of dived deep into the world of social media and how that sort of um, can have both a negative and positive impact on people um, and really sort of getting um, Dylan's thoughts on, um, on social media as his life basically evolves around it at the moment um, as he's a content creator and, and a podcaster and um, yeah, so I was, I was super keen to really ask him some questions about social media and he answered them so, so well and, and I got, yeah, got so much out of it. Um, and then we sort of go into a bit more about um, mental health and his thoughts on it, how we can sort of, you know, help out our mates and, and sort of, you know, ask those questions um, and then sort of wrap things up with a bit of inspiration and, um, and some really... Um, I reckon gold nuggets at the end there um, that even sort of I hadn't heard before and, and really fired me up um, and, and sort of got me motivated and got me going. Um, so stick, in, stick to the end because, um, yeah, the whole podcast has got some good stuff going on it, um, going for it. Um, but, yeah, sit back, relax, um, turn on that car, go for a drive, whatever it may be, and um, enjoy the podcast. Um, We'll catch you, on, catch you on the flip end. Welcome, mate, to the first podcast on the EJ Sparks Conversation. Um, it's definitely a pleasure to have you, and I'm super stoked because uh, you're the one that, one, inspired me and sort of, two, helped me actually get it going um, and sort of gave me that platform. So, yeah, super grateful for you jumping on the first one. Um, it should be a good one. Um, hopefully, we sort of get some um, good things out and keen to get into that world of social media and get your thoughts on that. Um, Amazing, mate. I'm excited to be here. Now, um, just to sort of start it off, um, just so that people can, not that I have a big audience at the moment, but just so they can sort of get an idea of who you are in um, about 25 words or less, sort of say who you are and and what you're doing. We'll get on to bigger stuff later on, but it doesn't matter, but just, yeah. Yeah, little brief intro. Um, so who I am, I'm Dylan Nicholson, 19 years old. Uh, I'm from the Gold Coast. I currently live in Byron Bay and I also run my own little podcast and um, also uh, do a bit of stuff within social media, content creation and a little bit of public speaking here and there. Um, and that's, that's me. I love sport and staying healthy. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, I'm sort of a huge creature of habit and, and I love habits yeah. and routines and everything and um, it drives my parents crazy sometimes. Um, <laughs> what's one habit that sort of is unique to you or one habit that annoys other people um, or what's one habit maybe that um, just absolutely annoys you? Like I hate people walking slow. I, I cannot stand it. Um, but yeah, what's a unique habit for you? Yeah. A unique habit, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I guess a habit that I always try and do is like my morning routine. Yep. So um, I stay pretty consistent on that. And that usually, it's, it's quite an interesting morning routine. So I usually start off with a 5K run. And then yep. after the 5K run, I'll usually go for a nude swim in the beach. <laughs> and then uh, um, I'll do <laughs> a 10-minute meditation. And that, that will start my day off. And it literally just puts me in um, good stead. So for, yeah, you know, you're talking about how it might annoy some people. Well, you know, if they're walking past the beach and they see me, that <laughs> might be, you know, <laughs> a bit annoying. But yeah, that's a little funny, weird thing about me. Yeah, nice. Do you have your own little beach that you sort of go to? Um, one that's sort of private, not many people go there. Yeah, well, it's Tallow's Beach in Byron Bay. So it's pretty private. There's not too many people there. Yeah. Um, but 
but yeah, there'll be occasional person that walks past, but you know, it'll give them a bit of a surprise for their whatever day it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, amazing. Um, yeah, you, you touched on a few things there um, about like your fitness and your morning routine and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and you said that you were really into sport. Up until now, um, say like maybe two, three years ago, what's been your journey like? Because I've listened to your podcast and I have a bit of an idea of what you've sort of done, but um, just so the audience can get an idea. Yeah, so I guess backtrack to um, when I graduated high school in 2017, I wanted to pursue water polo. So I was basically training about, eight to 10 times a week in Australia on the Gold Coast and having odd jobs to basically save up for the trip, which was um, to go over to America and play over there in a college system. So the first year out of uni in 2018, um, I basically just trained up until August when I made the move over to America and was playing water polo over there. And it was a big commitment because we're training pretty much 11 times a week. So it was like a full-time uh, job, I guess. And then also uh, studying. So I was studying um, nutrition. Yep. But over there, the first year of school is pretty much um, a whole bunch of general subjects. So like it was, it was, it was a bit of a, yeah, it was a bit of a like, piss taken away as in like you didn't really need to study and it was pretty easy like the study side but the sporting side was a huge commitment um and then i guess like three months into it because i had a big 10-year goal like i was gonna play four years in america and then go over and play six years in spain uh professionally but that all just sort of went to um I don't know if I can, can I swear on this podcast yeah, or yeah, not? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it all went to shit pretty much. And um, three months in, I essentially um, like lost all hope in myself and my capabilities. And I wasn't getting much game time. I was, I was basically partying a bit too much and uh, fell into the trap of that party scene. And... What I did was I, I was speaking to the psychologist and he sort of helped me, um, you know, keep going in that aspect. So basically broke down in his office and was like, what do I do? Because I thought I had the next 10 years of my life mapped out. And yeah, um, yeah so he basically gave me enough hope to last the month out um, and then came back to Australia and... <laughs> Uh, all my mates in America thought I was coming back in four weeks and then my mates in Australia thought I was only here for four weeks. So like, let's party. Yeah. And um, I was basically yeah. partying a whole bunch um, when I came back to Australia, which would have been the start of 2019. And then it took a defining moment for me to basically wake up to myself, which was when um, it was my good mate, his dad owns like most of the nightclubs on the Gold Coast so yeah. we used to just get treated like royalty and um, I guess it was what, what I lived for those nights yeah, yeah. which obviously it's soon, it will soon like fade out and realise there's more to life than just partying um, and yeah it took me getting kicked out of the nightclub to be like what are you doing with yourself <laughs> and um, basically reached out to this guy within my community at the start of the 2019 would have been about January yeah. and um, basically just asked him uh, to catch up for coffee and I was a bit lost and didn't really know where life was going. Knew I didn't want to go to university. Um, so I basically, yeah, just reached out to him, caught up for coffee and he just asked me a whole bunch of questions. I've never really asked myself like, what do you really want to get out of life? It's not a question you usually ask yourself as mm. weird as it sounds. Like usually everyone, like what I was. What do you want to do in life? Yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. And like, like what's your mission? And I was all these questions that I never asked myself. And when you get thrown that, it causes you to have deeper thoughts and think why I do that. And he's like, what's the uh, major thing that's negatively affecting you at the moment? And it was like, alcohol and so 
I basically cut that out and for 30 days went sober and then uh, fell in love with it. Being sober, how good I was feeling, like just energy levels, uh, meeting awesome people and stuck with that for about nine or 10 months. Um, and through that process, the past year, like had insane growth, like both personally and meeting the people that I've met and the podcast and everything yeah. that's flown. So yeah, if anyone, you know, is younger and sort of struggling a bit, um, definitely recommend getting off the drink for 30 days and see how you feel and see what's happening with your life. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I've, I've like heard that story before and, um, and just hearing <laughs> it again, it's like inspired me. Jeez. It's, um, yeah, it takes a lot to actually sort of wake up, doesn't it? And like, I guess, definitely. um, for you, did you know that you were better than what you were sort of currently doing? Did you sort of have that intuition or that sort of internal voice that was saying, you know, something's wrong. You, you got to sort of do something. Um, did you have yeah, definitely. Or was it that defining moment that sort of had it for you? I th- yeah. As like, as um, I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but I like ever since I don't know young, like, probably 16, 15, I've always like wanted to do big things. Like um, always like sort of seeing myself striving for like big things. Don't know what they are, but I've just always wanted to do exciting things. So I think it stemmed from that maybe. And like, I believe in like whatever the universe throws at you, it's, it's, um, it's meant to happen. So uh, yeah. So like, for example, yeah, for example, you know, getting kicked out was a sign that, you know, you need to eliminate this habit, which was drinking a lot. Um, and, yeah, so I do believe that it was uh, a sign and everything fell in tuition. Um, yeah. So, yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. And so sort of what actually sparks, because the whole idea of my podcast is sparking a conversation, yeah. sparking that internal flame inside you what sort of sparks your internal flame inside you now and like what gets you out of bed and gets you going every morning? Yeah. So perfect. Um, what sparks me is basically, um, I guess doing what I love every day and then also, um, having a positive effect on others. Like, uh, I've learned pretty much the past year, like what fills my cup up the most is, um, like helping others and, uh, what else would it be? It'd be like, for example, when someone sends you a message saying that, you know, you've um, been the spark for them to go out and start a podcast like yourself, like that, that's amazing, man. That's why I was like more than happy to jump on and um, contribute, which is just awesome. And stuff like that. Like I know with you doing this podcast, you're going to meet some amazing people and um, you know, you might find a spark in a different Avenue that you never thought, was possible. So it's just opening up your mind to more and more people. And I think when you do that, you, you hang around a lot more motivated people and then you in turn become more motivated. So it's like that common saying, like the five people you hang around, it's, um, it's a reflection of you. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love that. I love it so much. Um, and, because you probably don't necessarily have such a, a job or anything like that. Um, your job is like, you know, podcasting, that sort of thing. What's your day-to-day look like nowadays? Um, like yeah. So on average day, like what's your, well, we were spoken about your morning routine, but then, you know, during the day and what do you sort of do at night? Yeah, hundred percent. So um, I actually just started like a full-time position with this company called Lifecycle. So oh, really? they oh, do, wow. yeah. Yeah, so they, they do like cordyceps, lion's mane, all the mushroom extracts. Yeah. Um, so it's like great for energy, focus and all that. And essentially, um, it all stemmed from him, him jumping on my podcast about eight weeks ago. And it's a cool story. And basically, told him that I had, uh, had this goal of moving out of home in two weeks. Yeah. And... Uh, basically wrote this goal down and then he's like, well, this guy moving down in two weeks. Do you want to come live with us and create some content? And I did that and then did it for about six weeks and then offered a full, full-time position. So I think that's a little learning itself, like keep giving value, keep writing things down, whatever they may be. And um, 
and they'll come into fruition. But what was the question again? Sorry, we're on oh, well, What's your sort of day-to-day look like nowadays? Yeah, so um, an average day will be early get-up. So usually around 5.30, but sometimes I'll sleep in yeah. and that's okay. I've learned to um, not beat myself up over that, but I'll try and be up for sunrise and then do my run and my morning routine, like I said before, um, and then start work and then work for probably three or four hours and hit the gym in the midday to sort of break things up. Otherwise I find I'll get into, I won't be as like productive or what would you say? I just need that like sort of break to get back in tune with myself, whether it be a surf or something like that. And then in the afternoon work for another like three hours. And then usually at night, um, cook some, cook some dinner and then work on the podcast, uh, maybe just an hour. And then before I go to bed, I uh, make sure at like nine o'clock, I'll um, disconnect from all like social media because obviously like I'm pretty much on there like six hours a day, like yes. yeah, probably four to six hours a day. So you need to disconnect, like fully disconnect. And um, I'll just read a book and journal on how the day went and what were the the positives, like what did I get most out of today? How did I feel and reflect on that? And I feel like that's a super powerful thing, like journaling, reflecting on uh, where you're at and how far you come. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's, that's something I've just started like this year. I've, I've always wanted to sort of journal, but never really done it. And I was just committed this year every day and journaling and yeah it's it's crazy how actually good it is for you and and so as you really start to learn who you are yourself and and your thought process and start catching out those reoccurring thoughts don't you and you know if i'm constantly having these negative thoughts i've got to change this Um, yeah and like realizing when you're feeling like for example if you have an awesome day you reflect like who are you around, like what surroundings were you, like where were you, all those questions. And then you try and recreate that every single day because I think that's like how you can live like a really happy and fulfilling life. Amazing. That's such a good answer there. Um, And you touched on something that I actually want to dive deep into in this podcast and that's like social media. And and you... Um, so that you're on social media a fair bit um, throughout your yeah. day. You already answered a few of my questions, so that's spot on. But um, I said, you know, a while back, um, and I put it out there on social media to sort of friends and family that, um, you know, I, I believe that social media is probably going to be the death of our generation. Um, we're just sort of yeah. so centred around it and, and so focused on it. And a lot of times it's for a negative reason or we don't even know the reason why we're, we're on there. Um, mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your thoughts on that sort of statement whether you know it is going to be the death of our generation or not um, so death of our generation what do you mean by that like is it in, it's going to be causing the most sort of you know health epidemics most mental health problems that sort of thing yeah 100% I, I agree on like the aspect that it, it, it can be like that but I think it's like how you look at it like you can look at it like that or you can look at the positives. So it's yeah. like what you really want to focus on. And I guess if you want to like focus on the death of it, like we can talk about that. So like, I think definitely um, there's a correlation with social media and mental health problems, mm-hmm. especially with the youth. Like you can see the mental health um, statistics the past like 10 years, they've risen and like what yeah. else has come about in the past 10 years, it's this thing, iPhone. So um, I think it's like a bit of, uh, what would you call it? Um, Unexpected realities. No, like, uh, I don't know. It's just like social media putting up these crazy, I guess, extravagant lives that everyone's living probably, you know, 2% of their life. But kids i guess at a young age are deceived and not too sure of how life and how it should all go and if they see this two percent life and they're not living that life well then like fuck like what what's the point of life like what i'm living this crap life in a country town like i'm gonna you know 
I guess, kill myself. That's on a savage, very like. Yes, yeah, no, but there's a lot of comparisons. A lot of comparisons. But yeah, so I think it's like how you can be more real about it and show both sides of it. And I try and like do that in social media by saying, hey, it's not always, you know, um, perfect and you got to show both sides. Um, But people want to see the positive. Like you got to bring a bit positive, positive aspect to it. I think the more positive you can be around like social media, like for example, I wouldn't be living in Byron Bay right now if I didn't have like my platform and um, the power of social media. Like I wouldn't be able to connect with people all around the world. So I think there's, there's two um, sides of the story and uh, I definitely think um, if, if you can sort of focus more on the positive, then it can be a positive, but yeah, there is a lot of negatives with social media. So, yeah, 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 fully. And um, how do you reckon moving forward as as a generation that we should try and create a healthy relationship with social media? Like, what's sort of the best ways to get you know out of that rut or sort of you know having those negative feelings or whatever? I think get off it. <laughs> get off social media. Like, if you're feeling negative, like. Um, social media is probably not the best place to go to to feel positive unless you're following like I guess real positive people so for me like spend the least amount of time possible you can on there for me like I spend a decent amount of time there because most of the time I'm either generating like um, people to come on the podcast or doing business and stuff like that so I'm I'm using it in that aspect but if your mind if you're not if you're just scrolling through social media and you got nothing else to do then that's when it becomes dangerous and you just watch time go by so yeah. i encourage you to just get out there get outside and reconnect um with nature or whatever it may be you know like the beach or just connecting with other people because we're in a society today like where we can be so connected through social media, but we're not connected with the people, our next door neighbors and the person down the road. There's no, like, um, I can't remember the last time I saw backyard cricket, um, on the street. And I remember when I was a kid, like that's what a lot of kids were doing. So I think, um, if we can sort of recreate that, I don't know how you do that, but just encourage it a whole lot more talking about it like we are now i think that's yeah the best way to get out there and and talk about it but um yeah like i'm so glad you said reconnecting with people around us reconnecting with nature um yeah always been a huge part of my life um i've never really been a huge social media person and it's only in the recent years that i've jumped on it and um and i just value so much the the aspect of connecting to people in nature and and the course i'm doing right now is um outdoor environmental studies um, or outdoor education and there is just so much talk about the uh, the benefits of connecting to nature you just sort of ground yourself and you feel so much better afterwards and and everything so thank you so much for saying that (laughs) yeah no amazing um and do you find yourself you know um just wasting time on social media and scrolling through or um, each time do you hop on social media, do you hop on with a purpose and go, okay, I'm hopping on for only this reason for this amount of time and that's it. And if you find yourself scrolling, you, you get off or what's the sort of go there? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yes to both of those, like I'm not a perfect person. So I do find myself sometimes mindfully, not mindfully uh, scrolling through social media but I guess if you can be more conscious about it and pick yourself up on it, then you're going to be spending uh, less minutes <coughs> just mindfully going through there. And then to answer the second part of the question, um, do I go on there with purpose? Yeah. So like every morning I'll try and like make a video of me when I'm running or out there and basically to get people moving their bodies or um, be the be the energy for someone that morning to get up and go out of bed and you know go train or go do something and um i got a few messages from people over time saying that you know i've i guess helped them get out of bed or go for a run or something like that and i think if you can have the power to do that then that's what like will you know 
caused me to show up so much as I do on social media because I reckon it's amazing that, you know, you could be the energy for someone through a phone and um, they could be getting fitter and healthier every day, which um, definitely, like I said, fills my cup up. Yeah, nah, amazing. Um, and you sort of spoke before, we spoke before about, you know, that what a lot of, you know, these influencers and whatever put out um, on social media is not really their real life. It's only 2% of them. Um, how much yeah. of you that you put out there on social media is, is generally you? Like, do you yeah. find it hard to really express yourself or find it hard to put 100% out there? Um, it's a good question because, like, I, I think I'm a pretty genuine person on social media. So, like, I'll, um, for example, if I'm doing a video and I stuff up in the video, like, I, I might stuff up a word, I might um, misspell something, I don't um, delete the video and then try and make a perfect one. I, I do do that sometimes. Like I can't say it's 100% of the time, but I reckon 95% of the time I will upload a video authentically on my Instagram stories and not like delete it or um, make sure it's perfect. Even though I'll probably get a few messages from people saying uh, I spelt a word wrong, but they're just obviously focusing on the wrong side of the, uh, the video and not getting the message across and, um, I've learned that most of the time if those people are the ones that are saying spelling errors or stuff like that, they're usually in a negative mindset. So, yeah, um, yeah like I think to document a hundred percent of your life, you'd have zero privacy. And I think there's a fine line where you've got to have some sort of privacy because, um, you can't like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to be showing a hundred percent of my life because then I'd feel like, you know, when do I have time to myself or time to think about myself? And yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree. Um, good question, Buck. I like good. it. Um, and you, you have sort of a, well, in my eyes, maybe not in your eyes, but in my eyes, you have a, a pretty big following um, on your socials. Is it, is it about that for you or does that mean something more to you? No, nah, man. Like, I think if you get too caught up in the numbers you have and the statistics you're getting, that can be depressing. Like, um, I think I'm just like leveraging the platform now. So, like, I just basically will use social media to get people on the podcast or be a positive influence to people. And yeah. um, I don't want to be an influence. I want to be an influential person that creates change with people. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I'm glad you said that because I think there's there's so much um, talk about influencer and then sort of, you know, um, there's so many out there. And I think, yeah, that's a good way to put it, being that sort of influential person. Um, and I think that's a, a really good way to look at it and a good mission to have. Yeah. Um, nah, done well. Um, and if someone was to sort of come on to your socials, which we, I suppose, hope that they do after this podcast, because you're absolutely doing amazing things. Um, and a lot of your content and a lot of your messages that you put out there is, is so good. Um, what's one thing that you want them to sort of keep in mind when they're scrolling through your, your newsfeed or sort of keeping you um, in mind for inspirational motivation? Like what's, what's the, something that you want them to know before they get on and, and look at your socials? Um, I guess one thing I'd want them to know is that it's probably not a hundred percent of my life. Like, you know, it's, it's, uh, the, the photos, the photos that I post on social media are probably, I'd say 10% of my life. They're not like, you know, a hundred percent. Like for example, the second latest post, I, I posted a photo and I was at the beach with these two girls that, you know, they look very Instagrammable and, um, I'm not at the beach with Instagram girls every day. So I think um, looks can be deceiving. So um, don't be too disheartened by like photos like that. I think um, I guess one thing I'd want them to get from it is like go out and give it a crack. Whatever they're doing, they should be like, if this kid can go out, start his own podcast, if, if he can, um, you know, have the confidence, I guess, to go and speak to all these people and meet these 
interesting people, then why can't I? Like that's the that's the whole philosophy around what I do. I I want people to be like, if he can do it, why can't I do it? Amazing, yeah. So, um, and backtracking a bit, um, because I've, as I said, I've listened to your podcast and I've heard you a few times sort of mention, um, like sort of mental health and and that's sort of a driving force behind what you're actually doing. Um, sort of, what do you do for your own mental health? Yeah, um, from what I do for my own mental health is, uh, I'll try and be alone in the mornings because I find if I'm alone in the mornings, I'll have time to um, just be myself. Because I'm, I, like I'd say, I'm a, I'm an, I'm an extroverted person, but I'm also like an introvert in some aspects. Like I like to be my by myself. I feel like you, you got to learn to um, sort of love yourself in that aspect. Like you can't if you're always needing to be around people, then it's almost like you don't love yourself. So yeah. I think that's a, it's a big thing for a lot of young people too. Cause I remember I used to always want to be around people. I, I'd think it, you'd be a loner if you're by yourself or something like that, but that's, that's not the case. Like if you're by yourself, I, I, I truly believe that you're the most powerful person. Like if you can learn to love to be alone and um, realize that I guess on the journey of business or whatever, if you can um, learn to love being alone, then I reckon that's like a, that's a superpower. It's, it's very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. And I actually saw this post recently um, about loneliness. Um, I don't know following the, um, the modern bloke, it's a, a really, really good Instagram page that sort yeah. of talks about mental health with men. And oh, epic. I'll give it a follow. Yeah. This bloke was um, talking about loneliness and how, so many people are being disconnected and, and sort of um, feeling lonely, but the, they're not sort of knowing how to be with themselves. And I think that's something that's so important. So I love that answer. Oh, hundred percent. You sort of have your, your group of mates that you, you check in on and then sort of always, you know, see how they're going and, and ask them, you know, that sort of question. Yeah, um, that's a that's a good question because I, I want to say yes, but I I, I don't think I could because I um I guess it, it's weird. Like, as in, they'll see my Instagram story, but I probably won't send them a message. So I think it's that weird um, thing of social media. But I try and check up on my mates at least um, every week or at least um, every fortnight because uh, you know we can it can be extremely like busy lives, especially out of school and stuff like that. But definitely believe in connecting with your mates and making sure you stay in contact. But that's a, it's a very interesting question because I've sort of gone through a period in my life where I started to get rid of some of my uh, old mates because they weren't such a positive influence on me. So yeah. it's, um, it's almost like a, a fine out of uh, growth. So I feel like um, a lot of the kids like, well, I thought when I was in high school, I'd be around my mates forever and I'd never leave them. But it's funny when you start to move out of school and you all go down different paths. Like I've got friends who are studying medicine and I've got friends who are, you know, doing, uh, what, are, what are they doing? They're doing like uh, different stuff to what I'm interested in. And I wouldn't have seen them for maybe two months. I, I catch up with them again. We don't, I don't have the same chats I do with people who are, doing the same stuff that um, I'm doing. So I think um, that's a, it's a bit of evolution. Like you're always going to be growing um, in and out of people. Uh, so I think the people that I, I'm currently around the most, I'll check in with them pretty much like every day, like either to catch up or to organize a event to catch up within that week. Yeah. But um, I guess with old school mates, like it'd probably be, you know, every, every month or, or two, but yeah, it's, um, friends, uh, when you leave school, it's an interesting one. <laughs> it definitely is. Um, and something that I'm been trying to, you know, get around my head and, and grapple with is like, you know how we, in society, we, we sort of catch up with our mates and we just go, you know, how you going mate? And they go, yeah, yeah, not too bad and leave it at that. Um, and, but often sometimes when they say not too bad, uh, or when you say not too bad, you're, you're actually sort of, you know, 
you are bad. You're, you're sort of not feeling good inside. Um, how do you think, you know, as friends, we can ask our friends and, and get that genuine sort of answer from them? Um, like I, I went to a seminar recently on mental health and um, they were saying, you know, asking those second and third questions, you know, going a little bit deeper and, and trying to sort of open up or opening up yourself. Is that sort of something you, you believe in? Um, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting question because I think like speaking from experience, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've probably never asked that third question to a mate. It's more so um, a mate. I've seen a mate, like for example, I use the example of last year when my mate had depression and he um, told me I we were hanging out every day and I was always seeing him. I hadn't seen him for two days. So I was like, what's going on here? And I gave his, um, I sent him a message and I gave his mum a call. I was like, do you know where my, my friend is? Uh, I mean, your son is. And um, she, she told me where he was. And then uh, funnily enough, uh, within the next 10 minutes, he sent me this message saying he had depression. So I think it's like, something you can never know like for example we were smiling um you know running two days before and now he's got depression it's just like some people are really good at masking it and you you can never really know and like that was the first real instance of me coming across someone who um had depression he was like bedridden for two days and i was like man you're fucking you're 19 like you, why are you in bed? Like there's so much to live for. And I think sometimes can people can get lost in uh, realizing we've got so much to live for. Uh, so to answer that question, I think um, backtrack to that question before it just be checking in yeah. with your mates as much as you can. And if they aren't responding to your messages, that's usually a sign that they probably are isolating themselves and, aren't in a good state of mind and then that's when I'd start calling, you know, friends, but don't automatically think, Oh yeah, they're fucking, they got depression. They might just have not gotten the message, but I think if you can just be a bit more conscious of it and um, reach out a little bit more and do that extra bit, then that could uh, sort of save their life. And almost you can be that person that they feel comfortable enough to, open up to because i think that's another thing you've got to create a space where they feel comfortable enough to share how they're feeling because he didn't tell anyone he he only felt comfortable telling me so i think if you can be a person who's got an open mind and um i guess have that caring nature to yourself and you can um people are going to feel more inclined to open up to you and tell them tell you how they f actually feel instead of saying, yeah, I feel all right. I feel all right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And I'm glad you sort of brought up that example because I think knowing your friends well is, is something that's so important and, and sort of knowing yeah. that you're responding or whatever is, is that trigger sign for you. So hundred uh, uh, percent. Good one. Um, I just have a few more questions. Hopefully you got time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Throw them, throw them at me, mate. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a young lad and doing like absolutely incredible things, things that other young people aren't doing um, in their life. Do you sort of get self-doubt and then sort of start doubting, doubting yourself and going, oh, no, um, you know, this is too big for me or, you know, I shouldn't be doing this, um, et cetera. And, and how do you get past that? hundred oh, percent, mate. I have got, I have self-doubt all the time, man. Everything I do. Um, there's always going to be a demon saying, you know, you shouldn't do this. You're not good enough. Like for example, when I started my podcast, I, um, I didn't have the, the confident, well, I, I just asked myself a whole bunch of questions like who's going to listen to it. Who's gonna, um, you know, want to, I guess, uh, watch me do this podcast or whatever and all those stories, but it, you soon figure out it's just the stories you keep telling yourself in the head. So um, if I um, want to try something new where I do have a bit of self doubt, what I've learned is, is to surrender to that feeling and be like, yep, you know, I do not really feel confident. I do feel 
um, a bit on the edge or I do feel a bit anxious about this, but hey, you know what? It's a part of life. You're going you're gonna to feel a bit nervous. You're going to feel a bit anxious the first time you do whatever you do. Yeah. But surrendering to it, surrendering to that feeling, I think once I really grasp that concept of life, you know, then you start to um, try a whole bunch of new things and uh, don't be afraid of failing. Like I've failed so many times. Like to be honest with you, you're already one step ahead because you pressed record on this uh, podcast. My first three episodes didn't even go live. So um, yeah, of the podcast. So I think if if um, if more people realize that you know you're gonna stuff up, you're gonna um, fail, then you you're gonna give it a try. So I hope that message can get across to people. No, I love that. I love that concept of actually surrendering surrendering to yourself because um, yeah, like I was yeah in the exact same boat. I was like, oh, like what am I doing? Why am I doing this podcast? Mm. You know. Um, is anyone going to listen? You know, it's hard. To- my mom told me like, no one's going to listen to you. Like those were the exact words of my mom. That's another lesson. Don't listen to your parents. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> greatest intentions, but um, yeah, they, they definitely sort of can hold you back a bit, can't they? Um, oh, definitely. I love them, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm so glad that um, I asked you to come on for my first episode because this is really <laughs> Oh, it's got me fired up. It's, it's, you're, you're loving it. That's what I love, man. Like I love podcasting It motivates you, inspires you and you want to do more. So man, it's awesome. Are you a bit of a goal setter and how do you sort of set your goals? Definitely. So I, um, I've, I've always been a bit of a goal setter, but I don't think not a lot of, I'm a bit of an optimistic person as in I have all these high, big goals but sometimes I don't I don't reach them but I think for me like I have 90 day uh goals I used to just have yearly goals but now I've got like 90 day goals and I set dates on my goals too I think that's another big thing if you can set a date on when you want to achieve the goal then you'll show up a whole lot more so I think having a 90 day uh goal system is super powerful and then checking in every 30 days, like dividing that goal by three. So it might be, you know, you want to grow your listener base um, to uh, you know, 500 listeners in the next uh, month or so. And then you just divide it by how many weeks and then you know like what KPIs or whatever you got to hit each week and if you're on track or not. So I think that's a, it's a little good way to um, make sure you're on track for the goal. And then also setting like um, three different goals to it. So uh, one goal might be like the bare ass minimum goal of growing 200 listeners and then uh, a stretch goal, which might be a thousand listeners, but no matter what I'm going to hit, you know, at least um, 500 people. So like you could, uh, as in, sorry, at least hit 200 people. Yeah. 500 people be the goal and then a thousand people be the stretch goal. So you've got that optimistic, you got the pessimistic and then you got the normal goal. So it's just like, and anything above, you know, the, the 200 is amazing. That's what you think. Yeah. I love it. That's, that um, makes sense. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Like that 90 day check in and, and then also being that optimistic and having that pessimistic. I, I, yeah, because I've I've found it hard sometimes to write down goals and, and sort of stick to them, and I've tried different ways. And, Definitely. Definitely. Um, do you reckon you know for the young listeners that are out there that it it's okay to not know what your mission is, and it's okay to not know what sort of sparks your internal flame? Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Like I um, am a big believer in I think more young people just need to be going out trying a whole bunch of things. Like for example, you know, last year I tried so many different things. Like I was, I was applying for acting roles. I was um, doing public speaking. I was doing uh, multi-level marketing. I was, um, I picked up a camera six months ago and now that's like almost my full-time job. Um, Like it's just, try a whole bunch of things. Like I know I did boxing that failed. 
I, I ran a marathon. Like I did, I did a mountain bike competition that I've never rode a mountain bike before. And it's just going out there and trying a whole bunch of things and seeing what like makes you the happiest or what makes you tick the most, or maybe a future you see um, in that industry or uh, that sport that you never thought you'd like, but you really do like. Yeah, amazing, amazing. That that sort of pretty much answers, I reckon, um, my next question, which is, what is your wise words for the youth of Australia? And, and yeah, I reckon you've probably answered it. Uh, otherwise, do you have any other wise wisdom of words for the youth of Australia out there? Cool. Yeah, I'd just say go out there and give it a go. Like, that's as simple as it is. That's all you need to do. Just go out, give it a go, and... Don't let um, society, I guess, limit you from uh, giving things a go. So like your background or um, what your parents say or what your friendship group says, just only you will know if something in your stomach is rumbling and you really want to do it. Like only you're going to know that feeling. And I, another thing is like believe in yourself because not a lot of people will believe in you. And if you don't believe in yourself, then no one will. So um, just find out a bit more about yourself and figure out what you want to do. Amazing. One last Don't question. be afraid. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly right. One last question. Um, what's your life motto? My life motto? Yeah. Um, would that be like a, a life, I guess, like a quote I live by? or? Yeah, yeah. A quote. Um, so my quote is, do something today that your tomorrow self will thank you for. So like, literally it could be on a Sunday, just writing or journaling or just meeting a new person. I think if you can do something every day um, that, that will benefit tomorrow, then um, you're just planting the seeds and you're eventually going to harvest them, you know, five years down the track, six years down the track, a year down the track, like, yeah. It's just all about doing a little bit each day and not giving up. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. That was, geez, that, that's done. That was fun. <laughs> Episode one finished. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked with how that went. I was so nervous coming into this. Mate, like, same, same here. Like when I did my first podcast, dude, I was shitting myself. Like it's, um, it's, it's super scary, but then like, like the feeling you're feeling right now, it's pure euphoria. You know, you yeah. love it. No, and um, I've said it to you a couple of times over message, but I'm just going to say it again. Like I've been following you for a little while and just the things you're doing is incredible. And um, it's definitely sort of motivated me to do more because I've always been down that sort of track. And, and my, my life goal um, and like my mission is to sort of educate, inspire and sort of raise the standards of the youth in Australia. And for me, that's going into teaching and going into the outdoor education side of things and, and connecting to nature and that physical side of things and that health, like that's me. Um, and when I saw you doing the sort of same thing it, and sort of doing the things you're doing, it sort of, I suppose, prompted me to do more. Like I can always be... Instead of just going to uni and doing the course, which I absolutely love, and it's pushing me to my boundaries, but there's always room to do more. So um, exactly, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, no, man, thank you. Hope, hope you enjoyed it, because uh, yeah, oh, it was awesome. I think I think podcasting is a great way to almost reflect as well. And it, it, the story never gets old, and um, even like right now, I'm feeling very motivated and inspired. So. I, um, yeah, I always, it's, it's a great way. Like I reckon podcasting is probably, yeah, it's amazing, man. I love it. <laughs> That's why I've jumped on the bandwagon. So, cause it's, it's definitely inspired me, um, over the years. Like I've been listening to podcasts for a few years now and yeah. Yeah. yeah Dude, it's, it's epic. It's amazing that you can listen to, you know, your, your mentor or a person that you really look up to. Like, dude, it's so powerful. Like, I love listening to, I don't know if you know Tom Bilyeu. Yes. Impact Theory. Yeah, he's, he's insane, man. Like, and to just have access to it, like, really yeah. the youth, like, we should be fucking doing amazing things because we have so much information. Yeah, 100%. No, that's yeah. good. Um, well, I'll let you go. Um...
Whew, wowee, what an epic podcast. And especially for my first interview, that was awesome. I am sitting back here just like pumped, fired up. Um, and I hope everyone that's listening to this podcast is also just absolutely fired up. Get ready to sort of get out there and, and do their thing and, and sort of um, be the change they want to be in the world. Um, yeah, I reckon this will be a podcast that I'll definitely go back to and listen to myself multiple times because there's so many um, wise words of wisdom in there from Dylan, um, who's only, you know, almost a 20-year-old. He's he's still young, um, but yet he's still got, he's got so many sort of um, good things going about him and, and so much sort of knowledge up in his head. Um, so I hope everyone enjoyed this podcast just as much as I did um, getting in and interviewing Dylan. And if you did enjoy it, uh, make sure you actually take a screenshot um, right now. Don't leave it until later. Take a screenshot right now. Put it up on your socials. Tag myself at um, EJSpark underscore conversations and getting in tag um, Dylan as well at Dylan.Nicholson on uh, dot journey. Um, stuff that up. But I'll put the his uh, social media um, sort of catchphrase in the um, in the show notes below because I forgot to ask him that on um, on the podcast. But make sure you actually get in and follow him as well because he's doing some amazing things. Um, he's on a journey to inspire the youth, um, much like myself. So so grateful that he hopped on. Uh, and yeah, again, if you enjoyed it, get in and and leave a review. Uh, sort of like it um, and spread the word because uh, that's essentially what this podcast is about, is about getting it out there and, and trying to sort of ask those questions and, and um, sort of inspire more people. And I've always said if I can impact one person from this podcast, um, I'm happy. My job's done, you know. So, yeah, um, stay tuned for next week um, where I'll have another podcast up. I'm committing to one podcast a week. So hopefully by the end of 2020, we'll have 52 podcasts up, recorded and, um, and sort of out there for the world to hear. Um, but until now, stay safe, get out there, move that body, enjoy yourselves um, and be the change that you want to be and spark that conversation. Um, yeah, just spark that conversation with the people that are close um, to you and, and your family and friends because a conversation can um, can make a difference, okay? So peace out, everyone. Cheers.